This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Welcome to another episode of Without Definite Name. My name is Vinny. And I'm Drew. What's up? And this is a podcast where we use a random topic generator to generate a topic and we talk about it for a little bit. That we do. Yes, we do. And we have a guest this episode. We do. A repeat guest. Oh! Wayo! Wayo! What's up, Chris? What up? Good to be back. Hey, thank you for being here again. Hey, of course. I, I feel like... I have to come back because, you know, I can't let that joke die. <laughs> Wayo. Wayo. That'll never die, dude. Never. Please, no. God, don't ever let it die. I freaking love that joke, dude. It's such a good, such a good I, Like, I was like, when I first brought that up with Drew, I was just like, we have to do this for Chris. Oh, it's so good. It's just so good. It's just, one of those things that you just like, we were talking about this, like, off off the record, like... I have this thing with the Vine Free Shavakadoo. Shout out to Free Shavakadoo. What's up? Anyone who knows what is it, what it is, hit, get at me. Uh, but it's just like one, I feel like that's your Free Shavakadoo. It totally it's like is, the yeah. whale. Whale for sure. It absolutely is. Yeah. I love uh, like that she just repeats the punchline of that song too. It's not like she just keeps going for she it. She doesn't go into any of the dirtiness that that the rest no, of the, that song, the song is raspy. I also just like I, I there's something about it that I appreciate the fact that she's like off on timing, which is something that like as anybody like I know you play instruments. I'm sure being like an artistic person, Vinny, you also like have played some type of something at some point in time. A recorder. You've played a recorder. <laughs> Drew and I Hot, yeah, cross Hot cross Hot buns. Hot cross buns. Hot cross buns. I'm not I, I love music. I'm not musical at all though. But like you listen to enough music, I know oh, you yeah, exchange 100%. music, right? It's like it's almost a hard thing to go off beat. And mm-hmm. I like enjoy the fact that she's off beat. Totally. It's so and it's not like it's not like so off beat that it's like it's but she's bit. just like a little bit like uh, Boom boom boom, let me hear you say. Well, <laughs> it's for, just a little bit. It's like milliseconds. Yeah. For anybody that's listening, go to YouTube. What do we search? I literally search boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I think boom, boom, boom. And Let it's me hear like, you say way out. Yeah. yeah. And she'll be one of the first hits that comes up. Yeah. Right? It's just this awkward, super white girl. Do I yourself know. a favor. Just, it's so good. She's in a dimly lit room. Mm. You, she's like you so into it too. Yeah, you can't stop watching because she good. believes in what she's doing. And let me just yeah. make this better for all of the listeners out there. Just imagine myself now as that as that woman. That is me. That's you. That's me. Literally you. Whatever it is who I am. Whatever person you put behind the voice of Chris. That's me. That's him. That's that's the She is me. Yeah, exactly. And she's a babe. Uh I know that we have a little shout out due. Um so Let's. Uh, I'll let Vinny kind of take that away here in a couple seconds. I'm. I'm. I'm stalling so that Vinny can pull it up here. I'm. I'm vamping. Vamp. 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 Hey, Drew. Thank you for giving me the time to prepare myself. There we go. I did it so professionally. Uh, massive it? shout out uh, always to Bentec, uh, a company established in 1992. Bentec is based in Brisbane, Australia. Brisbane, mate. Oh. Thank you for saying it correctly. I think I have to say that literally every time you read this. 
I'm sorry. Do you mean Brisbane? (laughs) (laughs) Literally, that literally that joke has been made like seven million times. Get with it, Chris. Hey, I'm uh, not a regular to this show. (laughs) Actually, I guess I'm the only regular. You're you're literally the only outsider. Yeah, thus far the only regular. Welcome back. Australia's only manufacturer of stainless steel tubes. Uh, The company then takes the tubes in various shapes and manufactures them into grab rails, handrails, boat rails. Toot toot. Aye aye, Captain. (laughs) <laughs> and a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. You can find them at bentech.com.au. How do you spell that? B-E-N-D-T-E-C-H dot com dot A-U. Wayo! Wayo! I'm uh, glad that you spelled it, because I honestly, like, given that Vinny speaks Australian, I don't know that I could I could translate correctly. You know? Let's I'm let's be clear again. too. Vinny doesn't speak English. He speaks no, Australian. I do. So uh yeah. yeah. Bend tech. Sometimes I have full sentences. Bend tech. Where, <laughs> where all I say is mate and people are like, wait, what? Mate, Then I end up with mine. Mine. <laughs> uh huge thank you to Ben Tech. Uh Vinny and I couldn't be more appreciative. So, so appreciative, appreciated, appreciative. It should be noted that I'm not appreciative of all at all. <laughs> at all. No. Chris is a guest. Yeah. Ben Tech laid a lot of the groundwork to help us to get this uh, up and running. So we really appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, Ben Tech. Yay. Yay. Should we, should we do it? We do it. All right, let's do it. I'm going to hit a button here. It's going to give us a topic. Chris, you've never heard of this topic. Vinny, you've never heard of this topic. See. I've never heard of this topic. That's a lie. I've heard this topic Whoa. before. I, I, That's because he's a robot. That's because he's a robot and he knows exactly what's going to happen next. I can see the future. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. What are some things that you should not say at a funeral? Oh, no. <laughs> this is perfect. Yo, dude, are, is uh, your dad just... single now? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get out of the room though? Like, we're all relatively. We've had family that have potentially passed away. Have you? Got, have you, Chris? Have you been yeah. to a lot of funerals? Not a lot, but I've definitely been to like funerals. Yeah, Drew. The last funeral I went to was probably eleven years ago. Wow, I've I've That's not a been time. to a I've not been to a ton of funerals in my a, life. Can you do a? Um, I can't even think of his name right now. Christopher. You know. <laughs> yes, there we go. You know. <laughs> I I haven't been to a lot of funerals. <laughs> I went about uh, eleven years ago, and I must say I don't know exactly what to say at a funeral. There we I go. love how like I, up and down you, it is. You That's do that ha- really like surprisingly well. Like, I'm, it's, I'm pretty it's excited. Almost good. It's almost good. Yeah, it's, but not, it's not great. It's not perfect. Can but you it's say oh, he he took the watch and he put it. <laughs> Up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he took the watch and he, he put it up his ass. That wasn't as good. See, I can't I can't keep it. There I get you asked and you No, I wanted to ask Christopher just to say, Walken. Because like, like, yeah, I, no, I do. I love you, Christopher Walken. <laughs> Drew's great. We've talked about it before. Drew's great at impersonating people. I think it's all in like you put your body into it as well. Like even if your vocal delivery, I started is, doing the you know with the head lots, bob, yes. you know, <laughs> which yeah. is super useful for a podcast because obviously the audience can know about that. But it know. all contributes to the voice. Yes, that's true. So if you don't do the head bob, you don't get the. Ah, ah, ah. 
<laughs> that is crucial to Christopher Walken impression. Oh, Me too. God. In the last ten years, I think I've only been to my my grandma's on my mum's side of the family. I haven't been to a lot. So what shouldn't no. you yeah. say at your grandma's funeral? Yeah, so what, what should you not say at your grandma's funeral? <laughs> oh my god. When are we about to drink? <laughs> so this No, is... you know what? To be honest, I feel like that's a valid thing to say. It is. Like, that's 100% a valid thing to say where it's just like, especially if you're close to the person who's passed away. Yeah. When are we going to drink? Because fuck it. Let's drown this. Let's go. My family are drinkers. I mean, I, th- I think if any, I, I feel like if people associate that with Australians anyway, that we like to drink, we drink beer, we thing? drink a lot. Of, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Dude. I don't know why. I don't know that. Like, oh, I, really? I we never, drink yeah. a lot of Foster's, mate. It's a good time. Wow. Okay. We fucking throw back the cat piss, mate. <laughs> the cat piss. The cat piss. Cat You're piss. throwing back cat piss, man. Cat piss, mate. <laughs> um, but not not as good of an Australian accent. No joke. But it's right. Aust- Vinny's is terrible. It's not as good. Yeah. <laughs> my uncle, well, my grandmother's funeral. I love you, grandma. Respect. Rest in peace. But we had a uh, alcohol like quotas for as much like there was that was something that open was pre- bar yes 100 percent. it <laughs> was it pre-planned my grandma lived in a small town called tumit um how do you spell that because you call brisbane brisbane so t-u-m-u-t tumit yes tumit tumit you, but you're okay. saying tumit yeah tumit like tuna as opposed to tuna. Yeah, but if I were to spell the thing that you just said, it's I would say C-H-U-M-E-T. C-H-U-M-E-T. No. Yeah. 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 No, I get that. Yeah. it. <laughs> oh, God. It's not can, even close to A word that can be spelled backwards. It's chumit. Yeah. Yes. And that's apparently the right way. Quotation marks. Yes. The right way to speak English. You fucking Aussie. <laughs> but we went to one of the local pubs, and there was a lot of alcohol <laughs> consumption. Which is always the case with my family. If there's not, I would. It would be un. It would be not normal. It would be abnormal. I'd be confused. I'm in. I'm in. Can I come to it's your fun. next family funeral? Yeah. Our Christmas <laughs> alcohol like budget <laughs> sounds like a good. Last time. time I went to Australia, our Christmas alcohol budget was a grand. For one night. Yeah, it was a few nights. Okay. And granted, alcohol is more expensive in australia i was gonna say that's like that was my budget for our wedding and that got us a pretty long way yeah it wouldn't get you that far in australia yeah apparently not jesus i mean i don't know you were at my wedding Drew. i was yeah it got it got us a pretty long way you right? had a grand for your wedding the alcohol we budget. spent we ended up so we did like a costco run and yeah. we ended up spending about a grand on alcohol um, it got us a it got us a long way. It got us a pretty damn long way. Like, like, like there were a lot of there were a lot of like there were a lot of drunk people yeah. Like, it got us It got us to the point where there was almost a fight. Actually, there was a fight. There was a fight, yeah. There no, was a drunken fight sure between just... two cousins, yeah. brothers. Um, so it got us that far. Yeah. And there was, st- there was still alcohol left over for, like, the wedding party to take home. Which is impressive because my cousin Kenny was there. Kenny. Good old shout Kenny. Out, shout out to Kenny. Shout out to Kenny. Yeah. Dude wore, like, shorts and flip-flops to oh. Chris's ceremony. Hell yeah, Kenny. I'm going to be disappointed if Kenny doesn't have a mullet. <laughs> I feel like that would make so much sense. I feel actually, like he's but... got a spirit mullet going on. Yeah. Where at any oh, point okay. in time, yeah. you can just see him, and it's like, wait, is that a mullet? No, no, no. He's got a totally normal head of hair, mm-hmm. but it I looks love, like a mullet. Yeah, I love he's that got he has crazy the eyes. Of a mullet. He does. He he's, has a pair of crazy eyes. He's insane. I love like you can look into his eyes and go, 
That guy's that guy's seen some shit in don't his life. Connect like, with eye. Don't make eye contact for too long because you're gonna look away. Otherwise, you start a fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know Kenny, but I kind of want to know him. I feel like you do. No, you, you definitely do. Know him. Yeah. 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 He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. Hey, like, shout out like to Kenny. Kenny. Way to go, Kenny. Like perfect person to have at a wedding reception. <laughs> yeah. Like perfect. Oh, just like God. makes makes the night way better just because he's crazy. <laughs> wedding and funeral. Yes, yes, exactly. Right, he would make a funeral so good. He's the guy that he would, would be... wear black cargo shorts, <laughs> black flip flops, and a black t shirt. It's perfect. And I feel like he'd be the guy that was like, if it was a, a funeral with a maybe an open casket viewing or whatever it was, or prior to the funeral, he would be the guy that would actually tip it over. Oh yeah, absolutely. He'd be that guy. 100%. I mean, the fact no, that Chris is. I feel like he'd go up and he'd have like his because you know Kenny's always got a beer in hand. He would go up and he would like look at it and be like. Oh, uglier than I remember, and just like <laughs> down the beer yeah, and, and keep just, like, walking. Slam the beer and go. Yeah. What is he? Is he like a Budweiser guy? Coast latte? Mm, he's a, uh, a at least at what our you, wedding he was a. Uh, um, well, what even beer did you have? Uh, we didn't. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. We had we had a lot of beer, but no, he was a he was a whiskey guy. Yeah, he was uh, Jameson. He's, he's yeah, Jameson. Jameson, Jameson. Jameson. Yeah, he's yeah. he's so Kenny likes to get fucked up. He's red. Yeah. He's a red. No, yeah. but he here's the get, thing. He drinks enough alcohol to get everyone around him fucked up, but Kenny never gets fucked up. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny gets drunk. Oh, Kenny, 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 Kenny never shit. gets fucked up. Yeah, of course he, he holds can. his shit. Yeah, Ghost Mullet can hold his shit. <laughs> yeah, Kenny's a Kenny's a different breed for sure. He's Irish. He's crazy. Uh, obviously, he's got he's red hair. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he's yeah. either gonna be Irish or Italian. That can be only only explanation. Yeah, I don't I don't know what his side of the family has, but he's 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 my dad's sister's son. So that's how his relation is to me. And I don't know what, what, up, his, what that side is, but I know that that stems some kind of Irish and he's just inherited all of that. He's got red hair and just craziness. Oh, red hair. Yeah. <laughs> red hair and crazy eyes. Yeah. I know you both know like what we call a redhead in Australia. Nope. I don't. And I don't know. You don't know? No, I don't the think nickname? I know. No, I don't think I know. Is this a setup for me? Oh. No. Yeah, not at all. we're just softballing this. <laughs> hey. Hey, Vinny. I don't know. What do they call redheads in Australia? Oh, my God. Oh. We call them a ranger. Oh, I I knew that. Wait, what? I knew what? that. A ranger. Which is short for orangutan. I figured ranger. as much. Okay, yeah. Which feels racist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you can be racist towards a redhead person, yes. A ranger. Yeah. yeah. Dang. And if you really don't like someone, you call them a dirty ranger. Dirty ranger. Yeah. Oh, you dirty ranger. If you're a redhead and you're annoying, dirty ranger. Dirty ranger. Yeah. So, like, ah. Uh, you know what? No, I can't do that. I can't call out my cousin. Censorship. I can call out my cousin because, you know, he's blood and he'll kill me the next time I see him if he ever listens to this. But, you know. Make him listen to it. Oh, yeah. Hey, Vinny. <laughs> Send this to my cousin, please. So do we not say at a funeral? Yeah. The, back to the, That's back the question, to the right? Can I, get, can I get real for a second? Please. please. Because I feel like we're, we're getting, it's, it's getting late. I feel like this is a good time to get real. Let's do it. I think it's important to always say what you need to say at funerals. Because, so, what, and I'll give you some context. One of my best buddies, uh, I think we were in eighth grade. His mom tragically, like, passed away from skin cancer, and it was really quick. It was, like, found out she had skin cancer, like, passed away two months month and a half later that's like crazy. really quick and it was at the time in which our families my family and, and his family uh this is jake's mom jen uh 
Rest in peace, Jen. We miss you. Uh, but our our families hung out a lot together. My dad, um, you know, wanted to go say something, stand up and say something in front of the service and uh, felt that he would be maybe too emotional to say anything or um, ended up not going up. And that's something that like to this day, he regret, regrets not going up there and like saying something about Jen for Jen. Um, so I feel like to kill the mood here, like get up there and like say something for the person that passed away. Like, I feel like that's important. You need to remember those people and share the, like the good times you had with the people who are there at the service. I did that at my grandma's funeral. My uncle asked me to say, I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was a poem that's because my grandma played tennis even up until like right before she passed away. Cause she was suffering from cancer. She uh, played tennis every Wednesday. Like a champ, 85, still playing tennis. Crushing it. Every day, crushing it. Uh, I got up in front of the whole church uh, in where she was from in Tumut. And, Tumut. Uh, Tumut. Tumut's a beautiful little town. Like, Tumut let's just go, team. let's just talk about Tumut for a second. It's, so it has a river that runs through it that is fed by uh, snowy mountains. There's snowy mountains in Australia? Well, yeah, there is in some places. Not a lot, what? But, um like miles away there's these snowy mountains that feed this river that is full of like beautiful trout and fish um so we need to go fishing in chumit chumit's a like it's a picturesque little town it's in a valley let's go dude i'm down so everything that feeds like you literally go down hills to go into this little beautiful little town um and that's where Pop's Jungle is. If you've listened to a previous episode, you know about Pop's Jungle. I, I really want to go to Pop's Jungle. Really badly. Pop's Jungle doesn't really exist anymore. But, I mean, it I does want to re- in spirit. Let's go back in time and go... You and me can frolic together in, in Pop's Jungle. Yeah, we'll visit the beehives. We'll look at the uh, mm-hmm. the green room. Yeah, we'll, we'll swim in his pond. Like... We'll swim in, swim in his pond. Okay, I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> he had a pond, right? Yeah, he did. It wasn't yeah. really. Let's go really synchronize. It, but... Let's go synchronize swimming in his pond. Ooh. That sounds beautiful. I, mean, I don't know why. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. Oh. Um, Tumut, beautiful little town though. But yeah, I I remember reading a poem that someone else wrote about my grandma about her playing. I think I read the poem. I don't know. Either my one of my cousins or I. We read different things about my grandma, and even though it was something I wrote, it was still meaningful for me to get up in front of everybody that I knew. Um, and it was hard, but it was like, there was something beautiful about that, mm-hmm. like getting up in front of everybody and having to say, I feel, I feel like you, maybe you don't owe that to the person that passed away, but, but you, you get up there for that person, well, right? It's, it's like your some, last kind yeah. of tribute. It's like having right? some kind of release for sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a, a, a period on the relationship, right? That you had. Yeah, whether it's something that you wrote about them or not, I mean, it was a way to, like, just put something out there. Mm-hmm. I had my moments, like, her fu- I mean, at funerals, honestly, should be a celebration of someone's life, like, 100%. I agree. So many, you know, we wear black, that's, I would not want, want anybody, I'm a colorful guy. <laughs> if you don't know that are about you? me, yeah, are 100%. You I love colors. If you wear black to my funeral... Hey, straight up, like get the fuck out of here! Fuck, fuck off! Really, I <laughs> love colors. Wait a second, you're not on the list. Here. I want something obnoxious at my funeral. I want fluorescent pink, 
like some ridiculous greens, colors. Some greens. Even if sure. you want to get some fucking tie dye up in there, like just do oh, it. Hell yeah, I'm gonna have a tie dye tie. <laughs> Please. And then on top of that, a tie dye shirt, oh, just to make it like shit, too yeah. much. Different tie dye, different pattern, but mm. like definitely yeah. still tie dye. Like a pink tie dye tie. And like a dark blue tie-dye shirt. I don't want to steal the thunder from everybody. Like, my grandma's funeral was a celebration of her life. Like, we legitimately, we drank too much. We had a good time. We did. We did. Yeah, it really was. Like, we, we, there was definitely moments where we dwelled on her and that was more the funeral. But like, when we got together as a family through different times of the funeral where there was like, you know, waiting for everybody for the final moment at the church, it was like a beautiful send-off. It really was. And that's what it should be. Did we say inappropriate things? <laughs> um, did anyone go up there and be like, yo, grandma. Like, did something out for grandma. Pulling <laughs> out for grandma. I don't, I don't remember. To, I mean, maybe there was inappropriate things said between people. But not in context of my grandma. I feel like I feel like I deal with that with my emotions in a way that I just like make inappropriate jokes <laughs> about like just like damn dude grandma looks fucking hot in that casket right now like like just like like something super inappropriate oh Oh, god yeah no i i feel like i feel like so many people put like so much emphasis on funerals and on like on the person that has passed away i'm like i don't know it's it's this is like such a such a cliche but like funerals are for the living entirely mm-hmm. oh 100 percent, 100 like i would agree with that like oh yeah let me honor the the living or uh, let me honor the the dead like what no 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 no. like do whatever the fuck is cathartic for you right like whatever the whatever that ends up being whether it be yeah. making like dirty jokes about your grandma or like saying a poem or like whatever that's gonna be like it's for you who gives a shit the person's past and like yeah i think a lot of that hinges on whether or not you believe something happens after you pass or if you believe that there's nothing. Um, I am of like of the latter group where yeah. I don't think that anything happens when you when you pass. So really, it's just a matter of people figuring out how the hell they're going to grieve with your passing. Um, I am a robot. I am a robot. <laughs> nothing happens when I power off. <laughs> oh, sorry. Jesus. I had to say you that. son of a Dude, bitch. If you, all right, all right. If you, you haven't listened to. This is this is this is a nice throwback to episode ten. 10 yeah. When we, <laughs> we we have we've uncovered it's a running joke between Chris and I. <laughs> that, like, the, like the ten second rundown. Yeah, like go go uh, go, go, Chris. I think about everything like when it comes to just like numbers and analytics. So um, everybody makes a joke that I am actually just a robot who has learned emotions very very well. I was actually sitting just like fun aside to extrapolate actually on. Uh, the the thing that we said in episode 10 really fun one i remember the moment because of course my databanks remember everything uh the moment in a in a burger king when i was sitting with drew and drew's like i think you might just be a robot that learned human emotion really well so you're robin williams then yeah millennial 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 centennial centennial that's what it is centennial man centennial Centennial? i don't know i don't know i I think i don't know it's what you're the only other person on earth that i know who has watched that movie it's actually like a good movie beautiful movie i think it's very sweet that movie i honestly had watched that movie so much that i thought that it was a classic like i thought that was a thing that other people watched and i i've asked enough people it's an amazing concept though beautiful concept. to be a robot and turn into a human it's kind of a wacky 
but it's there's something very like poetic about it totally yeah i mean it's like that's a complete it's chris topic yeah it's me essentially yeah chris I'm is a bicentennial robot, man but back to like <laughs> the centennial man yeah i am i am yeah whatever the hell the name of that movie is i'm robin williams <laughs> and i process things in sheer facts yeah which is that when you die nothing happens uh so everything is for the people who are who are left living like my i guess not to like overshare my like my mother-in-law passed away somewhat recently that was like a fairly recent thing um and i I think you guys probably know about that but like that was a pretty rough thing because it was like a pretty long drawn out process Mm -hmm. and honestly my mother-in-law was like really good about just like managing what that looked like for her and like managing how she wanted to pass and how she wanted to like leave the world behind you know And, and like she came to terms with it but like nobody really wants to come to terms with it beforehand unless you're the person having to deal with it. Yes. Right? And so you get to this point where like even if it is just like your stage nine cancer, like let's step this up a whole different level. It's like the worst possible situation, right? And you are absolutely going to die and there's nothing more for you. And you know that there's just like it's just a matter of time. Like you can come to terms with that. But as people around you, like it's a really hard thing to come to terms with. Yeah. And I don't think anybody ever really deals with that until the funeral, until you put somebody in the ground mm-hmm. or you you spread ashes or whatever that looks like for you. Like and that's when that grieving process starts. And that's like so hard for people. So like whatever makes you feel comfortable with that time is the right thing. Yeah. I don't think there's like a, I don't think there's an etiquette to it. I don't think there's like a right or wrong thing to do. It's whatever makes you feel comfortable with have like having to say goodbye to that person. Look, I miss my grandma, but I also feel like everything that happened in that time like I I I ascended to another level and I feel better because of it. And I miss her and I love her, but I don't ever grieve her because I feel like she had like in the nicest possible way she had her time and place and i've moved on from that and she has a memory and everything that i have of that memory is is beautiful and perfect to me and that's all i need mm-hmm. like everything in the my, in my life that i have now is what it needs to be you know yeah. and if it's going to be something else it will happen mm-hmm. but i don't i don't ever really think i mean i miss my grandma but i don't ever really think back and go like, I get really emotional about it because I feel like everything happened in the way it was meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in that moment, I grieved. But it was also a celebration of her. Mm-hmm. But I, it was kind of almost like, in a, in, a, in a sense, it was almost perfect. It was yeah. everything it needed to be. When it happened, we had moved, we had relocated from Australia to America. And it happened within months of being here. My wife stayed here because it happened so soon. I went back there to participate in her funeral and it was, it was odd because I was without my wife, it was out without Jen, but it felt like it, everything that happened needed to be and it felt like I was in the right place in the moment, you know, and there was, there was, there was moments I remember when we were like traveling places uh, to do something, maybe like the, I think it, maybe the crema- uh, cremation um, ceremony, which was just like immediate family. And I remember like crying on the way in the car to the way to, to, for that to happen, thinking about her, but then, you know, that would happen and we would be back and we would be drinking and having a good time. And it felt like, right. 
it was kind of odd how like cathartic and like perfect it was like it just Mm -hmm. it didn't you know the celebration i'd grieved and i don't know everything just felt like it kind of was in place it was kind of an odd situation that like you know almost like kind of a lot of what you were saying about like you know, there's, there's moments where you grieve and it's sad, but then there's moments where there's like, well, what about the happy things? What happened when, like, the memory of someone being alive is the important thing to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if it's harder if you were there in the moment, maybe, like, where you are with the person and you're grieving with them and you see them in pain, that would be incredibly hard. Like, I didn't, maybe, I feel, I feel sad and unfortunate that uh, some of my um, aunts and uncles had to deal with that, but... They did that moment. It was their mother in that moment. But the fact that, you know, I didn't, I didn't have to see that in respect to them. You know, I got, I had this memory of her when she was still, you know, alive and it was, it it was deep. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a kind of a, a blessing and a curse in, in, in your situation and that, and in that you didn't, your last memories of that person aren't their weakest moment. Yes. Right. And I think that literally the two people sitting in front of me have seen the extremes of that, right? In in which Vinny, you know, with your grandma, you didn't, you know, the the last like living memories of you had with your grandma were, were healthy and maybe not healthy, but well, she not had deteriorating, yeah. right? It, it wasn't that like the moment before you didn't see that moment yeah. before she was about to pass. That's hard. Whereas Chris, you've experienced the exact opposite—the the the, yeah. the kind of long drawn the out, yeah. just you saw the withering of a, of a human being, which I think can be a lot harder. And in in which case, it may take a, a longer time to to kind of grieve and get o- over that. Or maybe in the same vein, you had the chance, almost n- not to be insensitive, but the time that she was still alive in the sense that her heart was beating, but not alive, the person you knew, to digest that and and kind of, you know, get past that, right? And I think that's, I think it's important to remember. And I think, I think why this conversation kind of goes, goes a little bit, can, can be out of maybe zoomed out into society and in that it's important. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, it's important with a funeral to, um, do what, what you need to do, right? This is down to whatever makes you feel good about that person leaving the planet. Now, if that means you believe that they're up in heaven looking down on you and watching over you and, you know, guiding you through the rest of life, that's what you believe in, but that's what's getting you through those moments. And then there's people like, I think myself, and if you've listened to our past episodes, you might listen to the one where we go over like kind of how we feel about death. Like, are we afraid of dying? Like that was a, that was a question on one of our episodes that we got really deep. Like, I think for me, I'm able to compartmentalize that that life is finite, right? And I don't believe personally that there's any afterlife. So that makes it a lot easier for me to digest people leaving the leaving life i'm in such a weird position though because i don't i'm not even though i grew up with religion i'm not particularly religious i don't really me too i, don't, I, don't, I, I i'm in your same boat right? I, I was i was essentially raised catholic and i yeah. think i think you were raised christian if i remember correctly uh, or anglican sure so so yeah i'm i'm in the same boat like but i was my, raised I mean, that way but personally 
don't have any religious beliefs. I mean, my grandfather was a priest, which my, is about my my grandfather isn't a priest, but is like like participates in the local Catholic church and like hands out communion. It should be noted that I was raised by an Amazon S3 server, so. <laughs> <laughs> robot, Chris, a little bit. <laughs> robot Chris perfect timing but yeah, like I, my mom would have never strict about it. I mean I went to church when my grandparent when I visited my grandparents which is always a fun memory for me I went, I went to church with them out of respect but my mother was never pushy about church she never took me to church she never really participated in church outside of hanging out with my parent uh, with my grandparents but um, and my parent, my grandparents respectively were never uh pushy about religion ever it's so interesting how like how closely religion is tied to death mm, right and, and the afterlife and all of that and, like and I, I get it like obviously i mean from a completely robotic standpoint <laughs> this is this is this is gonna be the episode that like people understand like oh yeah chris is absolutely just a robot like, like just a robot yeah um beep boop beep 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 right. i'm chris hello I mean, I mean, I guess it's like religion is, is obviously just like a thing to help people explain the stuff that they can't explain when like somebody passed away, you know, obviously you, you need something to, to help grieve, to help right. understand. Like, but it, it is weird how closely it's tied with that. Like if you were raised Protestant and like I was raised Catholic, obviously it was a joke. I was not actually raised by Amazon server. <laughs> uh, and Drew, you were also raised Catholics. So like our belief systems, our reference points are, are very interesting. And I think no matter what, like our views and our the way that we deal with grief and the, day, the way that we deal with these types of things are always going to be tied back to that in some regard, mm. no matter what we try and do. Right? Yeah. They're always going to be, be tied back to that in some way. Right? Yeah. Mm. I mean, what I was getting at, though, is that like... I'm a sucker for a ghost story. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm not religious. I don't, I don't raise my children religious at all. And the times, I mean, I remember Jen telling me that someone came to the door recently. I don't know whether it was like Jehovah's Witness or someone else. Were they on bikes? <laughs> I, I honestly don't remember. But <laughs> they came to the door. Witness. And Jen said something to them about like, I don't raise my kids that way. And like, how, well, how are you going to teach them right from wrong? And she was like, okay, bye. <laughs> like literally. And I, I was just you. like, it just it's just crazy that this in this day and age that people think right from wrong is about being religious, which is bananas. Unfortunate. But yeah, it's well, unfortunate. Mean, if you look at it from just like a practical standpoint, right? It it Whoa, hello. Sorry. Hey. Sorry for bang. that really big bang <laughs> that just happened. My mic just fell over. My apologies. Uh if you look at it from like a completely practical standpoint, it makes a lot more sense for people to be much more afraid of eternity, of like an eternity of just suffering in exchange for being a bad person than just like, oh, you'll get slapped on the wrist or like put in jail, which you can just escape from because walls are thin. <laughs> like it, it makes a lot more sense for people to be severely afraid of an eternity of pain. Like it, it just is a fun, like a societal function, right? And those people don't want to have fun and be a spicy boy or girl. Obviously not. No. I just feel like that's, I, I feel like that's not, I don't know. I just I've always viewed that as illogical. Like I I, I don't think that. Or are you a robot as well? Um, I operate in Beep ones boop, and nice zeros. To meet you. What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like I I, I just sure. I, I just think that that I think my main I don't know if it's gripe but maybe disagreement with with a lot of religion is that we need we need these motivations to be moral in that like we need 
a fear of of eternal pain or in the other direction this this um motivation of going to heaven and going to the pearly gates because you were a good person like i just don't i i I don't see how that's being a good person is like living living by this like having these external motivations motivate you to do the right or wrong thing i know someone in this room has seen has anybody seen stephen fry's argument for religion yeah yeah maybe you told me about it it's possible yeah i watched the youtube video it's pretty it's awesome. He's aggr- he's aggressive, like aggressively anti-religious. Yes. So I've seen like, him debate like uh, an archbishop from like Senegal or something maybe like same, that. the same video that and I watched. And he's like aggressive about it. Yeah, I think it I, I I think that they're like those types of videos as much as I really enjoy them like are also very very skewed because there are people who are good at arguing and there are people who have good points and I don't right. think those people are oftentimes the same people. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you can absolutely argue something into just well well the point of seeming right correct. the point of the point of of debate is to try to get your opponent to contradict themselves yeah right? and even and beyond that like the... i honestly think like the point of of argument is the is to get the people who are watching to agree with you mm. right you're rarely going to come across somebody who is just like yes i am totally open minded enough to agree with something that i <laughs> And like going into not it, invested in, not yeah. invested in, and also like willing to to sign up for a thing where I'm going to argue your exact point, uh, like against your exact point, like that's that's just crazy. But yeah, it, it's. I mean, there's a lot of interesting points in those types of videos. There's a lot of interesting like topics. How the fuck did we get here? <laughs> we're we're dealing with the what well, what I mean, not, yeah, to I mean, what <laughs> not to say at a funeral. Say the funeral. I mean, there's a lot of like re- religious moments moments that come up at a yeah. funeral. Yeah, it's true. You know, depending on the religion of you know everybody involved. I just like really, I like completely forgot how the hell we got here for a second. Like, That's the beauty of this podcast. Good yeah, God, man. I was there was no definite aim to this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you. <laughs> I always think I always think these types of questions are are kind of not difficult to address, but like. I we got one that that was like what should you what shouldn't you say on a first date? There's very obvious answers to that question, mm, right? But like very sh- like but what in are we a on podcast earth, what like what are we on earth though? The less obvious, right? Or the evolution of dating, right? Yeah, right. Which doesn't actually address the question no. necessarily, but like much like where we went with this, we all of a sudden got into a discussion of how do you deal with death. And how does religion, you know, where does religion come into that? And so, like, I can sit here and tell you that you probably shouldn't stand up at a funeral and talk shit on the person who's sitting in the casket or, like, you're spreading ashes. Like, like that's a pretty oh. obvious answer to this question, is it not? Like, you probably just be like, ah, uh, yeah, so this, this person, um, Nicholas, uh, what can I say about him? shittiest person on earth uh super glad that he's dead um yeah, not, gonna not gonna miss say. him one bit uh there's like, one person who's who's like friend nicholas just died and they're just bawling about right. right now <laughs> oh good nicholas he smelled like dirty my, con- my oh. condolences nicholas yeah and their friend smelled like dirty divers too and they just passed away and they missed the smell of dirty divers. can we say one i want to like like to line the mood i mean we've been funny anyway but uh one class act thing that my grandma did, fought it in public without like acknowledging it. Oh hell yeah! Didn't acknowledge it or like acknowledge it? Was like yeah, I farted. Quiet. What's up? 
So we were in a, a like a, a museum uh, with like a dinosaur exhibit one time. It was pretty quiet. People aren't particularly noisy in those places. Grandma just rips one. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Straight up squeaky, like very obvious. We, there wasn't a lot of people around. Maybe nobody except my family. Doesn't acknowledge it. No, it was grandma. Grandma didn't acknowledge farts at all in public. Did she like, she just did it and didn't care or just like did it and didn't even like remotely acknowledge it? She did it and didn't remotely acknowledge it i don't know if it but was out of a, like a politeness exactly thing grandma her. was like very like english polite like manners but my grandma knew... let's you... say one thing my grandma is mary poppins very magical Skimmer-rinky-dinky, but you know how mary you know how mary poppins is kind of like i don't even know is that mary poppins did i just do a mary poppins i don't know what you did but no super califragilis <laughs> there we go mary poppins there it is so i came to this like conclusion recently with my wife my grandma was mary poppins very magical in a very unroundabout way. So she would she would make things magical in a way that I never really thought was magical until I until I've been thinking about it as an adult that moments that were almost like mundane and dull, grandma would make magical in a way that I didn't think until I was an adult because you know how Mary Poppins like isn't very um she's not very loving. Mm-hmm. But she is loving. She's like matter-of-fact loving. She's just like, I yes. love you, and that's a fact. Yes, that's my grandma. Deal okay, you robot. Yes. Girl, yeah, my, Mary I know, Poppins I know, is a robot. I know for a fact my grandmother loved me to death, but she wasn't like overly like, oh, let me give you a hug, let me kiss you, let me pinch your cheek. Yeah. I like that kind of love. I think that's like a... I mean, I was about to say a more practical kind of love, <laughs> but I like that kind of love. I, I think that's like, that's great. Like, like the oh way that my I love God, my wife love is it. like in a very, my very life. practical way. I'm just of course like, you do. like, right. Like in that, that like way of like, you don't, you don't express it in like, I don't bring home a lot of flowers all the time, but it's like, you know, she probably did those little things that like made you happy. But, I, I, but, moments, but even you know? me, like as much as I know about you guys, I know that you love her. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. She's a that was like my grandma you've, too. You've yeah. learned that you're supposed to love her. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. My machine learning. learning yeah. Exactly. Ugh, I cannot talk today. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah they have uh, definitely picked up on that. But your grandma also loved in like a, in like a non, uh, non, in a machine, conventional way in a machine learning way yeah in a machine learning way no Your but that was, was like a robot yeah i i said to the we were watching the second mary poppins movie recently i was like my grandma was mary poppins <laughs> and my wife was like really i was like yeah i love that yeah she was mary poppins like in that respect but i feel like she made a lot of instances like very very magical but it wasn't completely obvious unless you were like involved in that specific time drew what are you not going to say to funeral was there something at a funeral recently, like as recent as a funeral that you attended, that you did, you regretted saying? <laughs> no, I, I haven't been. I, I I haven't been to a funeral since I was thirteen, and I, I didn't I, have an uh, I didn't have an opportunity to say anything dumb. I think I've only been to two funerals. My grandfather, who was married to my grandma on my mum's side, and my grandma's. I I unfortunately didn't get to attend my dad's side of the family's uh grandfather and my grandmother on that side i didn't get to go to those but i don't yeah like you i don't think besides saying reading a poem that was written i don't think i said something that i regretted because it was just it was a celebration like it was the purest do you know what i mean like yeah. there was nothing i regretted it was like i said before it was everything it needed to be yeah 
Do you regret saying anything? Do you say anything saucy? No, no, no. I yeah. I, were you asked? Were you asked? Have you been asked to speak at a funeral? Uh, not asked. No, no. I mean, I've like I've had family members. Like my aunt was the closest one to me. That like other than my mother in law. Like as far as just like blood goes, she was the closest that had passed away. I think the only thing like I don't know. I I really stand behind the the idea that like funerals are 100% for the living so whatever the heck makes sense for those people like the only thing that I ever regret is seeing those people right before they passed away Mm. because I have had like the super unfortunate circumstance of being around people as they're passing away not like not just like oh I saw them you know a couple months or like a couple weeks or whatever it's like no no like the day of or like while they're passing away and it's I really wish that I had never seen those those situations because it's just like that's the thing I now remember is is moments of passing or or bodies, you know, not the person. And like I remember the person to a certain extent, but like that's not But that's even that's even that's what makes it so bad, right? Is because yeah. you remember the person as they were and they're so different and decrepit to yeah. be to be no, frank i remember like, they're like just so not themselves and that's why it's so hard to see them right before they're about to pass right? yeah i remember just... like giving my my aunt water through a sponge on a stick because of the fact that like she couldn't function like she couldn't use a straw anymore and like yeah. that's a super unfortunate it's not living really. that's not living I mean, yeah, yeah it's 100 not living it's also why like i think that assisted suicide is like totally a valid thing because at a certain point it's like fuck what this isn't life. Yeah. This is this is a very haphazard result of how fantastic our health healthcare is. Well, it's quality of living. Yeah, right? Like, at yeah. a certain point, it's just like, if you don't know that anything's going to get better, like, if you know that nothing is going to get better, what the fuck is the point in living? Jesus, man. Uh, that's a whole different topic. We can get into that deep. Yeah, that's quick, the only thing I, I regret, though, is that Quick, quick that. aside, really quick. I just read an article about a girl in the Netherlands where assisted suicide is legal from the age of 13 who I don't know if committed assisted suicide is the right way to phrase that but essentially was 17 and chose assisted suicide in the Netherlands is it like a medical requirement cuz I, I so I feel like I feel like there's there's two sides to the argument of assisted suicide there's the medical required where the quality of life is so low that at a certain point it's just better to die because it's just like a slow painful that's what, death anyways um, or yeah. elective suicide, like, and that's the other part of that where I'm like, eh, I don't know. If I, I mean, for me personally, it's definitely medical. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I like, think most people so would that, it's medical. So that, so in that, in that situation, it was due to uh, psychological reasons. In that, multiple doctors had to sign off on this, saying that this individual was past the point of no return. What does that even mean when it goes to psych- ah, so she, that's so, super dark, but in the article this this girl was raped like a couple times as a kid, like twelve and fourteen. And so the phys- the psychological ramifications led to her feeling like life living life was hard like, you know, worse for her, quality of life was worse for her and that she was past the point of no return. Anyway, like absolutely debatable i'll agree with you again for a different probably probably for a different yeah. time 
for Dang. a different time. But Dang, that's yeah. We'll we'll talk about that on our own time. It was it was an interesting article, and she wrote a book, and I really really wanted to try to find it, but I think it's only in, um, uh, Netherlands. What 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 language do they speak? Swedish. No. Flemish. French. I don't know. Flemish. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Netherlandish. Netherlandish. <laughs> Probably speak the same language. Netherlands, Holland, <laughs> Hollandaise. Hollandaise. They speak in sauce. They speak in sauce, dude. Actually, only saucy sauce. Yeah. They have a constant flow of mayonnaise from their mouth. <laughs> That's where mayonnaise comes from. Netherlands mouths. Yeah, oh. yeah. It's when they speak. It's a yeah. It's a byproduct. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, very efficient. They speak also organic mayonnaise. Organic. <laughs> No pesticides have been added to this <laughs> mayonnaise. Oh my gosh! But how do we get back to back onto mayonnaise? Mayonnaise is this a thing that like comes up regularly? Right oh, it's come up in a few podcasts for sure. Like we talked about, yeah. like people complaining about, like I, I think someone like an, someone complaining about too much mayonnaise on the sandwich. Like if you go to a sandwich shop, I've never had too much mayonnaise on my sandwich. Drew's like, I like mayonnaise, but just go easy. Yeah, I'm not. I, I I'm not like a. I don't. I'm not a disliker of mayonnaise, but I'm not like a enjoyer of mayonnaise. It's just. It's kind of there to moisten up I'll whatever fucking, sandwich. I, you get some French fries. Oh, I mean, I know. Okay, but what about like, this? Scrunch their nose up. Dip those fucking French fries in the in the mayonnaise. It tastes. Good. Would you take a scoop of mayonnaise off the floor <laughs> of a bathroom? <laughs> At a gas station. Of my gas station. Of a gas station, your gas station. (laughs) Yeah, of my kitchen gas station. Uh, I mean, it depends how good the fries are and the quality of the mayonnaise, I guess. Vinny's just going to go like straight into it. This is one mayonnaise situation that I think everybody needs to try. Instead of... Oh, wait. Do you guys ever have grilled cheese? Yes. You have kids, so I'm assuming Yeah, of course I have. I do. Yes. Drew, you also have kids. It's un-American if you don't... Let's be honest. If you don't have a grilled cheese, it's un-American. Drew, if you're not eating grilled cheese... I eat f- grilled cheese. I'm agreeing okay, with good. you guys right Take now. Take some going, freaking mayo. I'm, Take some freaking mayo and slap that on the on the bread. You know, I'm bobbing my head in agreement. <laughs> Bringing it back around. Uh, take some Full mayo circle. and that slap, was it back on there. <laughs> slap it back on there. And then grill that. Grill that as like... Yes. The but- instead of like buttering the yes. bread. It's so freaking good and unbelievably fatty. Oh. So if I do... If I do hamburgers, uh, sometimes uh, mayonnaise on both sides of the bun. Yes. Under the broiler. 100%. Yes. Get, get that nice toasty look Fuck on my there. shit up, yeah. Fuck Let's my go. shit up. <laughs> Let's go. What is mayonnaise? Eggs? Oil? I don't know. Basically? Just... That's it? Could be semen. I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just fucking put it he in my mouth. He couldn't give a shit. I couldn't give a shit. give a shit. <laughs> to be fair, I do come in every one of Chris's mayonnaise jars. Mayonnaise jars. Oh god. And I have many. I collect them. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh boy is that is that about it yeah we covered so it? much i feel there's like we, all, i feel like we went up and down and up and down and that back was a up deep and... episode there was, was a whole casket load of topics oh, we talked about there. oh man oh, got him, dude. <laughs> oh the dad puns but yeah. <laughs> oh, man. i know that this is more of an underground podcast kind of hard to find us yeah no nothing no. underground yeah i mean like under i was gonna say you, you'd have to bring it further i tried like, really hard I'm you'd sorry. have to really dig for about six feet to get to <laughs> us you know like to really to really get there 
but you didn't do it. I you didn't, didn't take me I there. didn't. I know. It's just another example of where this where this podcast can go. Right. It can that's, go deep. It can go funny. That's the beauty of it, and that's why we enjoy it, uh, and hopefully you do too. So, um, uh, and that's Chris knocking over his mic again. Nice. I'm so sorry. Everybody. This is this is why he's only a guest on our podcast and not a regular. Although he's a regular guest. Yeah. There we go. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Maybe one day I'll start my own podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe It'll be about stuff and things. Being a robot. Being, being a robot, being be, raised be, be, be by Amazon, a podcast servers. by a robot. We go <laughs> yeah. over zeros and ones. This in is life. procedurally generated <laughs> podcast brought to you by Chris. <laughs> uh, guess what? Do us a favor: subscribe, rate, and review if you enjoy our podcast. Let us know. If you don't, let us know and, yeah, let, and us let us know. know how we can get better. We'd appreciate it if you think that Chris should be on it more often. <laughs> Also let us also know. Let us or know. if I should not be on it ever again, please let me know. Yeah, please. On a scale of one to Chris, how much do you like Chris? Yeah. Chris being the best and Chris being also the worst. <laughs> it's a binary system. <laughs> it's a binary system. Of course it is, you stupid robot. Hey, you can, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and also Google I'm Play. Google Play. What, what about Anchor? Google what about that? Huh? Can I find you on some random RSS feed somewhere? You can. Probably. We have oh, an RSS yeah. feed. Fuck yeah. If you need that, probably direct messages through our uh, Instagram account or our email. Did you just instruct people to you... slide into your DMs? Yes. Vinny, yeah. what's slide with the DMs? We don't get What's our enough. Instagram account? Uh, it's at without definite aim podcast because somebody had Bang. without definite <laughs> aim. <laughs> I was very disappointed in that. Damn. And they had 2.2 posts. Two posts? Two posts? How many followers? I don't know. Probably more than us. I was they probably ended by the fact followers. that they only had two posts. <laughs> Maybe even one. A piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. At Without Definite Name Podcast give on us Instagram. A, give us a follow. We post some uh, previews and updates and merch. Merch. And pictures. Yeah, that's pictures what of Instagram's me. for, right? You yeah. just yeah. Picture, pic, post pictures? Yeah. Some pictures. They're pictures of me. You're welcome. Do it. Chris, thanks for joining us again. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It was another good one. I feel like both of the podcasts we've done with you have been just like like to the extreme, one end and the other. Uh, I would very much agree. The last one was interesting, and this one was also interesting in a completely different way. So thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It We will do it again, probably, unless 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 we get a bunch of people saying no. Yeah, yeah. We'll wait until the voting Chris or Chris. Yeah, either or. Who knows? Could be good or bad. We don't know. Who knows? Binary. Binary Chris scale. <laughs> Zero to Chris. Hey, that was Without Definite Aim. We will see you next time. Subscribe, rate, and review. My name is Drew. My name is Vinny. Oh. Oh. That was a cute, that was a cute <laughs> goodbye. Hey, we'll see you next time. Peace. Hey, hugs and kisses. <laughs>